0: In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here, and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, if. only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... Word come together. I am your host, Maurice Miles Martinez, also known as MC Brother Miles. At the end of each podcast, we have an original spoken word poetry or hip hop track by myself. Last week in season two, episode nine of this podcast, we discussed black women being the world's oldest mathematicians dating back 42,000 years ago. And the week before in season two, episode eight, we discussed. Discussed a Texas proposal to rename slavery and the discussion of slavery in classrooms as involuntary relocation. Definitely check out those, Season 2, Episode 8 and 9. If this is your first time to the podcast, please subscribe. And to all my regular listeners, thank you again for listening, and please share this with five of your friends on social media this week. So today I'm going to be talking about something that's extremely disturbing that came to light recently. Now we know that black people and Latinos and Native Americans and Asians and Pacific Islanders have been given inferior medical treatment in the past. I dealt with this in Season 1, Episode 40 of this podcast, where we discussed medical apartheid and how black people have been experimented upon during and after slavery to develop certain medical treatments. But most people think that the treatments today, if they are appropriately administered to people and to black people and others, regardless of race, will work. Now you know that there are certain things that are problematic with the technologies that we develop, like facial recognition technology. In other words, many of the facial recognition technologies that were developed to identify people were tested on Europeans with lighter skin, and they can't tell the difference between one black person and another. Imagine that. And we have police departments beginning to use these technologies where a camera can see you somewhere and identify you through the technology. And where are they getting the faces to identify you from? From Facebook. One company actually illegally downloaded all the photos from Facebook without their permission so they can identify anyone in the world who's on Facebook or rather misidentify you with the technology. And this is a major problem. Well, apparently, some of the same technical inaccuracies apply to medical technology. The oximeters that are used to measure your pulse and oxygen level in your blood can be severely inaccurate if you have darker skin. Now, one of the main indicators that you're suffering to the point that you need to be given oxygen from COVID-19 or other ailments is the level of oxygen in your blood. Black people and Latinos have died from COVID-19 in much higher rates than other people. And this is due in large part to pre-existing medical conditions, but it also could be due to the failure to read blood oxygen levels with the oximeter. So if the oximeter is saying your blood oxygen level is fine, then you might not receive the right oxygen level. This is extremely problematic. Now, this information is coming out of MIT. Dr. Leo Anthony Selly said that we have been mismeasuring people with darker skin with the oximeter. How did this really happen? Well, in one case in Florida that has been reported by the parent, Luby Gordon. Luby Gordon told the nurse that her family member could not breathe. And she told the nurse, and I quote, well, yeah. He's looking pretty short of breath. And here's what the nurse said. But his oxygen levels are good. Now, Luby Gordon's son was dark skinned and Luby Gordon was also a doctor and consulted with other doctors and information that she had at her fingertips. And this told her that oximeters were not always accurate when it came to black people. This information was just being studied in 2020. So based upon this, They tested Luby Gordon's son's oxygen level with another test that's more definitive. And Dr. Luby Gordon's son's oxygen levels were so low that his life was in extreme danger. So Dr. Luby Gordon had to get on the phone with the nurse in Florida. Dr. Luby Gordon was up north and argue with the nurse in Florida that the oxygen levels of her son were too low. What if you don't have a family member like this? What if you don't have a family member that's a doctor and you're black in America and you go into the medical establishment and they treat you this way? Who's going to stand up for you? Who's going to fight for you? Who's going to actually get you appropriate medical care? I mean, Dr. Luby Gordon had to fight to get her point through. How many black people have not gotten oxygen? How did this happen during the pandemic? How many Latinos did this happen to during the pandemic? How about before the pandemic? How many black people did this happen to before the pandemic? How many Latinos did this happen to before the pandemic or dark-skinned Asians or Native Americans? Has the failure of this oxygen-measuring device, the oximeter, led to inferior medical treatment of black people? Yes, it has. Unacceptable. Fortunately, folks, we have some doctors and medical professionals on our side. And if you are wondering if this is systemic, it is because the FDA only requires that 15% or as few as two people per study have to be dark-skinned in any clinical trial. And other doctors and scientists are arguing that this is not enough. Clearly, this was not enough with the development of the oximeter when they were testing it and making it. And although it was initially developed in a foreign country, they could have refined it here in America. Folks, this is Medical Apartheid. That has been systematized. It is institutionalized racism within the medical establishment and FDA. It is part of the procedure. 15%? Two people? It is part of the procedure that developed these faulty oximeters when it comes to black people. How many other faulty medical procedures are out there? Now, Brown University professor Kamani Toussaint, is working to remedy this right now by developing an oximeter that works on people with darker skin. Kamani Toussaint, we are counting on you because if we have to rely on the medical establishment and FDA, they have failed us. I really hope that this is developed sooner rather than later. We will continue this conversation about our interaction with medicine later and the medical establishment in a later podcast. What you can do to stop being mistreated as a black person or Latino when you go to the doctor will also be addressed. As always, we conclude the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast with an original spoken word poetry or hip-hop track by myself, Maurice Miles Martinez, MC Brother Miles. If you were faced with the perimeter to medical treatment that measures your oxygen level and heartbeat during COVID-19, would this perimeter be something simplified, a medical tool which was inaccurate like an oximeter? As a medical visitor, the medical establishment serves as your limiter and you didn't get treatment because your skin tone was just plainly dissimilar? It is though we placed you in a plane that was supposed to take you to the hospital for medical treatment to cure your pain and then placed a perimeter, a force upon the plane so that the altimeter made the plane nosedive driving the plane out of its appropriate lane. Unfortunately, This is, as it seems, has been the case with COVID-19, that some people have not been given appropriate treatment because their oxygen levels and heartbeat, kid, seem just fine. Unfortunately, the oximeter is another medical apartheid, medicinal crime. But within this hideous hospital gaunt, there is hope. From a scholar by the name of Kamani Toussaint, who bears the same name with Toussaint Le Overtour, who freed us from slavery, maybe Toussaint the scholar will free us from this medical mistreatment from oxygen deficient diseases like COVID-19. Thank you for listening to the real wakandas of africa podcast if you like listening to this podcast you can now support it by becoming a direct supporter of the weekly podcast you can donate at the four dollar and 99 cent level and if you don't have as much money you can support it for as little as one dollar per month please click the link at the end of the description on my podcast on whatever platform you listen to it on The link will take you to my Anchor.fm podcast page, which is powered by Spotify. If you scroll down on my Anchor.fm page, you will see a button which says support. Anyone who supports at the $9.99 level monthly, I will send you an autographed copy of my book, The Real Wakandas of Africa, Dr. John Henry Clark vs. Herman Cain, if you email me. If you support me at the $9.99 level, you will need to email me the address that you want the book sent to at Maurice Miles martinez at gmail.com, and I will send you an autographed copy of my book. Again, that email is Maurice Miles martinez at gmail.com, M-A-U-R-I-C-E-M-I-L-E-S-M-A-R-T-I-N-E-Z at gmail.com, all one word. And I will send you an autographed copy of the book if you support me again at the $9.99 level. You can also pick a copy of my books up on Amazon, The Real Wakandas of Africa, Dr. John Henry Clark vs. Herman Cain, The Great Wall of Africa, The Empire of Benin's 10,000-mile-long wall, and The Real Vibranium of Africa, which is also under the name The Wakandas, Real Vibranium of Africa. By myself, Maurice Miles Martinez. I have some new books coming out soon, and I will keep you updated. Thank you again for listening to the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast, and I will speak with you next week.